thirsty and 30. Hi, this is Shari, your usual non-expert. I'm with Bea and we are on episode 26 of Thirsty and 30, the blind leading the blind chat show on modern love and life. Our goal here is to help you improve your relationship with yourself and others, and of course, find the love you deserve. Today, we have two fabulous people for our topic, True Love is Self-Love. We have Camila Luillier and Ferdy Salvador. Camila is an advocate for mental wellness. She is a firecracker and a beautiful woman inside and out. Ferdy is an absolute charmer. He has a taste for beautiful things that matches his equally beautiful personality. Here is Camila and Ferdy. Thirsty and 30. Hi, Bea. So, hello to our usual people. I'm Shari. Thanks for joining us today. This episode is actually inspired by one of our viewers of our Sunday episode. Um, she asked us if we had anything about self-love. Of course, we did not. Not really. So, here yeah. it is. We'll be doing a deep dive on self-love, how to practice it, and how to nurture it within you. Because, again, how are you, we are a show about love, Bea. Let's not deny that. So, how are we supposed to find love without loving ourselves first? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can't, people can't love you if you don't love yourself, right? But there might be such a thing as too much love for oneself. So I'm not sure. We're trying to figure it out. So just a tiny favor if you guys are at home, um, you know, drinking a wine or maybe a tea, whatever you feel like, just share this live stream with your friends and start a watch party. This episode is anyone for who has a lot of self-doubt and anxieties. I've been talking to a few of our listeners, Shari, and they have a lot of worries. Um, so let's get real, Shari. What are your personal doubts? You're very confident, but I think you have your secret doubts that you're not telling me. <laughs> therapy. Yeah. I guess my secret thoughts would always just stem from what will my ending be? Am I am I gonna actually get the whole um house two point five kids and a husband life that we all dream of? You know, that's always a question mark and it's a doubt. Mm-hmm. Um I guess that's really it. I can't really think of one thing that I fear more than that, not getting that. How about you? Um how if I die alone, I think that's pretty straight up. I don't really need the, the, the fence or the children. I know, we just go straight to death. Um, how not to die alone. That's my main thing. I want to have someone you like dine in front and you laugh and like, I don't know, share a cup of coffee. The simple things. About. I like to die alone and I'm like the two and a half kids, a dog in the house. Okay. <laughs> So to help us out with handling our worries, we invited two fabulous people who are naturally like just extroverts. We chat with them about their charmed life and of course the self-work that they have done. So our first guest lives by the mantra, may the only pain in your life be champagne. She is the manager (laughs) of an auction house, Casa de Memoria, lives life with so much energy. She, She is also an advocate of mental wellness, having had some personal experience herself. She is one of the most genuinely kind people I know. Let's welcome Camilla, but we'll welcome them somebody together. <laughs> so yeah, Ferdy is an absolute um, social butterfly. Anytime he's around, it's such a good time. Like I can't even explain. Like he just has the skill to make you feel warm and kind of open up. So a bit of both. Um, He is also known for his very refined taste in all things and people. So self-love is really about self-care. So um, we think if you love yourself, you have to put the best things in or, you know, skincare, whatever it is. We'll ask him. Um, He is also a modern parent to a beautiful girl. So I'm very excited. 
And I have yeah. to say, our outfits tonight, we were inspired by him. I saw him wearing a polo a while ago. I was like, I want to wear one too. I was like, he looks so cool. Okay, so yeah. let's bring the two of them in. Camilla and Freddie. Hi, Hi guys. I wish Thanks I was wearing a polo. Hi, <laughs> That's our usual attire. Yeah, I yeah. think they too much. We're really not that fabulous. <laughs> you know what? But you guys are like fun. I met Freddie just today and I was like, but yeah, I like him. He's cool. Camilla, I've known you for a while and you're you've always been uh, the life of the party. But you know what my favorite memory of you, Camilla, though we were younger and you went we were out in I can't remember what bar that was. And then I just saw you walking across and then you were going to the bathroom and the next day I knew I just see a heel flying. <laughs> what? <laughs> Like her high heel, she tripped, and then I remember like a high heel, like a beautiful high heel. I'm like, Camilla. I don't know. I have to say, in my sense, the high heel was like this. It was like a huge yeah. High heel. It was. But then the cool thing was, you stood up with a smile on your face, and you were like, picked up your heel and went to the bathroom. I was like, See what? <laughs> yeah, that so so, that's so. That's so her. Yeah. Oh we God. have two of the same because my favorite memory of Ferdy is like we weren't. There was no heel flying, but basically we were flying in like just enjoyment. And we were in a motorbike in Bali together, um, just having the best time of our life. So we did feel like we were floating in Yes, definitely. And happiness. And tequila. That yeah, helps. The details for ourselves. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> okay. So Camilla and Ferdy, we start we are gonna start the night with an anonymous letter before we dive in our topic. So we would like your advice. Bea, take it away. Read our letter. Yeah, you both are very experienced in love so and life. So let's see. This girl, I've been chatting with her for a, a while. Um, let's see <laughs> if you can help her. Um, dear Thirsty Girls, I am so happy that your topic is self-love this week. I have to say I'm becoming more, I'm becoming wiser and looking for a future partner after a few of your episodes, you always give me the best reminders. So here's the deal. My love language is giving gifts. So the past few times I've fancied a guy, I've always sent the guy tokens of appreciation. I am a bumble believer that a girl can make the first move. So last week I met this hot guy online and I decided to send him some homemade pastries. You know, I got into quarantine baking. Here's my question. Is it okay to send gifts as a girl to a guy? Should I expect something in return or not? And what if I don't get anything back? I am making carrot cake this week and I'm thinking of sending him again some cake i because i enjoy our conversations advice please much sugar miss baker wanting to be a mrs baker <laughs> okay i don't think you should send i'm a gift giver as well we're both gift givers yeah, yeah. and i don't think you should start out giving gifts to um wanting anything in return i think giving gifts is such a like pleasurable thing especially if you have a little bit more to give right mm -hmm. so yeah. My love language with my friends is like giving as much as I can. So I don't think you should start out saying in your mind, do I need something back? Because mm. gift giving is not about wanting anything back. But and yes, girls can do the first move and give <laughs> gifts. And you know what? If they don't respond, then that's just on the guy because he's a fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like you can swear by the way. All right. It's okay. Well, I've been I've been in this situation 
a million times. Okay, I am a gift giver as well, but I've learned how to temper that. You cannot be giving gifts to some. You can't establish a relationship by giving gifts off the bat because it it completely changes the the the, the sphere of the relationship. Because at the end of the day, you, Miss Baker, right? Her name is Miss Baker. Miss <laughs> Baker. At the end of the day, you're gonna say, "But I gave so much of myself, but you didn't get anything back." Right. So what I've learned is give the gifts to those people that you already have an established relationship with rather than establishing a relationship because of the gifts. That's true as well. Oh, yeah. did I get that? I totally did. I love that. Oh, no. I, mean, I think if you're a, like a, a woman or a girl, um, you know, and you give a gift to a guy and you already have an established relationship, and he doesn't reciprocate or he doesn't, um, it doesn't even matter what he does because at the end mm -hmm. of the day, you can do that. You, you know, that that's your choice at the end. But it is true. You have to have something established. You can't just be like, oh, I'm going on a Tinder date and mm -hmm. here's like some diamonds. <laughs> because you're sending the wrong signal. If you really like this fellow and you want to get this fellow, you have to give the right signals, okay? By giving them some a baked good or baked goods off the bat, you're like, the guy might feel a little bit standoffish about it. He's like, wait a minute, you are making this yeah. much effort. Do I have, like, the guy might think, do I have to reciprocate the same thing to you? Because it it, it is pressure. Mm. Yeah. Can ladies do that? Mm, I have a strategy. <laughs> I'm a dodgy person. Um, like if you are an established relationship and you are a giver, and the guy doesn't like accept it, or he's not gracious about accepting it, or make uh, kind of like equal, um, uh, kind of like he's doing the same thing for you, then he's not the greatest guy, right? Yeah. yeah. And just saying thank you. For everything you give but does not reciprocate like what camille said then there's, there's there's a disparity of what level relationship the guy wants and where you want it to be as well yeah. and reciprocating can be many things absolutely it can also be accepting your baked goods and eating it yeah. <laughs> right and again, if, if you honestly think your baked goods are good but you have a real friend taste it and it's not that good and the guy actually eats it and he's like, that's so good. Yeah, that's, that's so good. That's a keeper. It's either it's either north or south. It's either the guy's a keeper or he's a liar from hell. <laughs> oh no. My who got thirty. Okay. What's your strategy, Bea? Stop yeah. giving food. Let's not give Ayuda. I think what we have to give, I like to give a book because they then you give them homework. It's a little encouragement to start better conversation. And they might, I've done it twice. One, I got gifts back in return and the, the relationship has flourished and continued. Wow. And the other one just became a pen pal. I sent him a book, he sent me a book back and it was it. But because he was gonna live somewhere else for good, it was just one of those things that could never continue. It was like- This was decent. Yeah. Like yeah. We don't um, have relationships with men who aren't good conversationalists or aren't mm. um, like, I wouldn't say educated. Like, I think that's such a wrong word. Um, 
I don't generally have relationships with men who aren't, who can't keep up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because as you go on in your life, you want men who can have logical conversations with you without it descending into like utter chaos yeah. and them yeah. shouting and screaming and it being about nothing more than something very small, right? But yeah. actually, you know what? There might be something deeper with, with, with our anonymous letter sender mm -hmm. because if she feels like she has to give gifts or she's her language is giving, okay? There's several ways to give, time, effort. Uh, there's a lot of that, okay? It's, it's not just in one box. However, for you to, to make the effort to make a big good or to or make goods, it's probably because you feel like there's something amiss with you or you feel like there's something missing in your life or let's call it physique or confidence or something. That's why you're doing this, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. that language of giving can come later after the initial after the initial contact. You know what I'm trying to say? I like oh, that. Yeah, you I gotta like figure out whether is it something deeper that's why you want to give a gift or is it because you're trying to you're trying to cover up something uh, yeah don't give a gift to make up for something that you feel is lacking or to make up for something that makes a lot of sense my that's advice to miss baker though is i think timing is everything um <laughs> and i think also it's like um in the philippines like our natural love language is feeding people yes so, oh it's true very true <laughs> That might be also her way of like saying, hey, I really like yeah. you, but I don't really know how to tell you in words that I like you, yeah. but here is a lemon tart. Okay, this is what really bothers me, ladies, okay? Yeah. Uh, when you are in a relationship, because, well, obviously the four of us, um, we've, we've been exposed to a lot of different cultures and, and stuff like that. What really bothers Men. me is Filipinos or something else. And guys, I'm a Pinoy, I love my Pinoy pride. But the message of kumain ka na ba? Kumain ka na. <laughs> I was talking about it. It drives me insane. I'm like, you're not my nanny. All right, but don't, for, don't forget to eat. <laughs> well, yes, because you're like, it's more than it's it's the the difference is, hi, did you eat already? Yeah. As opposed to hey, feed me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've heard that some men don't like the question, what did you eat today? Like, you could do better, though. Yeah, but I don't know. It's People fine. in general, I don't like that. Have you eaten? Don't forget to eat. Do I look like the kind of girl who forgets to eat? The answer is no. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not it's cute. A, it's subjective, right? It's not cute. But I think you're, if you're generally asking about a guy or, like, a man about it, and you're mm. saying, hey, do you want anything to eat? They just want oh, to yeah. Right. Yeah. Really. <laughs> so, yeah, Miss Baker, Miss Baker, if you listen to all of us, we have different advice, and I think you should take them all. Again, time timing is everything. If you feel like you're just rushing into it, so this guy asks you out on a date, maybe now's not the time to give a gift. You know, just test it a little. Or if you want to send the gift, like the Tinder date. And then yeah. give your or wait for him to give choice. you something. You know, yeah, you are worth you are worth more than your baked goods, honey. You are, <laughs> I'm sure you're amazing. You're beautiful, and you've got a lot to give. And mm -hmm. just wait for him to notice that, so that mm -hmm. he will give you stuff. Yeah, very forward, and I'm not gonna wait for that shit. So yeah. I'm gonna make you notice me. Right. Just eat the carrot cake yourself. 
check. Let's just oh, not don't the do big, the carrot cake. Let's not give the baked goods. No. Uh, <laughs> you're encouraging her. Send the um, book. Para my homework. Just wait for him to send you something. Wait for him to send you something. Send him something back. Okay. Like I think goods, nudes, I don't know. Of, like wine. Send me wine, I'll send you wine, then we'll have the wine together. Or Betty, I like this. I like but it's COVID, you know. They make distance, so distance. They make <laughs> okay, okay, guys, let's let's move on from um Miss Miss Big Miss what is she Miss Baker. I'll be with you. Up. Um okay. So guys, she can, we'll she be this wine. So guys, um for back to our self-love here. So Bay and I decided to do a three-parter today. Past, yeah. present, and future. So let's start with the past. So we've all had colorful pasts, I would say, like um, when it comes to love, life, or whatever. Um, so let's start with one simple question that Bay and I talked about a while ago. Can you love yourself too much to the point of being delusional? Um, and what are the signs of this? And have you had experience? Um, <laughs> like, okay. Real. Wow, this is a, so much back into this question. Yeah. But um, I don't think, I think you have to define the word self-love because I think it's so um, skin deep to say delusional. I think like there's, you could love yourself so much wherein everything in your life is loved by you and loved by everybody around you. I, I think when you say self-love, it gets misconstrued in to like the facials and to the bubble baths and to the, you know, all these like very minutiae things when self-love is taking the time in yourself to fix whatever is in yourself or work in yourself to, um, to be better. And um, no, I don't think you can love yourself to delusion because I think if you love yourself this much, then, you know, how can I say this? Like, if you love yourself this much, where you put yourself importance um, over not everything, but most things, you can actually um, make yourself a better person and make everybody in your life love you more. You know, and that's just a personal view, you know? Well, for me, uh, my early years, you're right. I was disillusioned, not because I was delusional, but disillusioned, thinking that everything's given to you, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. there's no love there because you're 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 told what you're worth because obviously you're 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 young and you don't know any better. So what mm -hmm. happens is you 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 tend to you tend to attract mm -hmm. the type of person you want to be. You mm -hmm. get. Like if you've got, an, that's why people have idols because that's what you want to be, right? And then as I progressed to like my to that middle stage that you guys were describing a while ago, I started to learn that hey, you know, self that was the shopping, that was the eating, that was the traveling by myself, treating friends and stuff like that. And then now I'm in that point where in self love is not just like what Camille said, skin deep, but it's the it's the meditative state. Like, I love myself because I love where I am right now. 
it's not because um, of any other environmental reasons, other material reasons, financial reasons. It's I really like the person I am at the moment because I've grown from from you know uh, 30, uh, 2.0, 1.0, 1.0 to 3.0 at the moment. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the kind of self-love that I would like to radiate to people that are watching. And right I now. think also when you get to a point where it's like you've done so much in your life where like I've had a very colorful past and that I never hide that from anybody, not from my family, not from my friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are the people who have seen it firsthand, but I think when you're at the point where it's like you just accept all that you are, flaws and everything, mm-hmm the worst parts of yourself where you're like, this is really, like, really, really dark stuff. And when you ask yourself the question at night where you're like, man, I'm a bad person, but you can still love those facets of yourself at the end of the night when you're, like, insomnia in the bed and you're wondering to yourself, like, gosh, I'm a bad person for whatever it is that you had in life. But you still can love yourself for those things. Which is perfect. That's self-love. Which is perfect yeah. because you know guilt yeah. is associated with ethics, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. You're not guilty of anything that you've done and you know it's wrong. Because everybody knows it's wrong or right. Murder yeah. is wrong. But if you're not guilty and you don't have any empathy or apathy for anybody for that for that matter, it means to say that you're a messed up person, right? Yeah. However, you we're guilty about what you it's like that hangover the next day. Like, no, but, but I say? feel like well, at the end of the day, you don't like, want to be reminded of hangovers. <laughs> your life is, has been great your whole life and you've never experienced any of these things. Mm-hmm. And you're and you're like a fantastic person, great. But I don't think that in the end of the day, if you haven't struggled to uh for the pursuit of happiness and you don't know what true darkness is. There's never the, you'll never know what light is at the end of the tunnel. Like, you'll never know. That's why I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you, really. I have a question for both of you. This is like the best answer to the first question. Okay, go ahead, Bea. On a personal level, because you do talk about the dark times and you talk about the guilt, have you ever been in a relationship that didn't encourage self-love? Oh, yeah. I mean, And what was was that like? I was in a really, really like bad, kind of almost emotionally abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time something bad happened, I always thought it's my fault. Um, he's doing this to me because I did something bad. Mm-hmm. Because according to him, I'm a bad person. And according to everybody else in my life, I'm a bad person. And I was like, and it made me stay in that place. You know what I mean? If I had maybe a better, if I was maybe a little bit older and I had all the tools that I have today where I can process all of those things and make myself a better person, then I wouldn't have had all these destructive things happen hmm. or 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 do these destructive things. But being in a kind of relationship like that where it, it makes you question so much mm. of everything of yourself it, it, it's it's really quite painful you know yeah but everybody's gone through it the best of us have gone through that but people you gotta you gotta realize there's, there's a difference mm-hmm. uh there is because if 
you're in a relationship because of romance, correct? That's how it starts, right? It's fine. <laughs> However, people don't differentiate a relationship based out of love, wherein it translates already to a relationship because it's abusive, mm-hmm. mentally, verbally, and I hope not the other abusers. You gotta figure that out. Like I, I was, I went through that as well. Like Camille had said, but I didn't realize that after like. X amount of time, I was like, wait a minute. Why do I feel like I feel? Why do I feel bad about There's this? There's even some men who are so charismatic who like kind of trick everybody in your life to thinking they're the right person. Correct. And they look good in front of other people. And you and look like you the bad shit. person. But in the action, actually, you yeah. are the one struggling where the other person's peacocking everywhere because there's, there's yeah. a there's a syndrome for that. It's like Stockholm syndrome. Like when we were just talking about this. Stockholm syndrome. When I started dating my husband, I was so confused. I was so confused. I said, "Oh my god!" Like I feel so strange because I've never experienced in my life where a man has. Like put me first this way. Can I tell them a story? This <laughs> yes, is what please do. We love a good story. I, I knew that Camille's husband loves her to death. Okay, because I was in I was in Italy in Tuscany, and Andrea lives very far away. He lives up north, uh, three hours away. I saw right. We were um, on a long distance relationship yeah. for two years. So I had invited him to dinner with uh, with two of my friends, and he readily said yes, not knowing how far he lives. Right. He drove three hours to have dinner with us and three hours back to his home to do what? Not to have dinner, okay? That was not his primary goal. His primary goal was to give me three cans of tuna. My favorite tuna. Her favorite tuna to bring home to Camille. Oh, cute. That's love, okay? That's the kind of gift, that language of giving you should like look for. Miss Baker, very. I was like so confused. I was like, and I told, and Ferdy was there. I was like, Ferds, I, I, I really don't know what to do with this guy who's like just treating me so well. And the moment that you know, the moment that you're in a relationship or you're in a place in your life where you're questioning why this person is treating you so well, hmm. then there was really something wrong in everything, every other relationship in your life. Yeah. And I caught him on their first yeah. date. She did not <laughs> declare to anyone. I, <laughs> I was in the bar. I was like, wait a minute. Camille was doing her hair flips. And like, yeah. I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. You said it was such a strange feeling to like have someone take care of you. Did you have that conversation with him? Because I know some men that will probably bring it up and be like, "Hey, yeah, I'm a good person." I, I was did like, you bring it up? Why? Why do you keep doing all of these things for me? And why do you keep like? I don't know. Like I was like, why do you keep doing these things for me? Because I got confused. I was like, you know, I, I don't deserve all these things. And at the end of the day, when you think to yourself, I don't deserve, that's horrible. Yeah. Because every fucking woman deserves. They deserve to be treated so well yeah. and to be loved. I right? guess this is where it's coming from, uh, Millie. It's coming from past relationships wherein You've already been programmed that you're not going to be taken care of. You take care of the other person. Yeah. So 
it's, it's, it's that it's that reverse psychology already. And you're like, you're in this situation where I'm, what's going to give? Why do you love me so much? What do you need from me? What, yeah. what, how, how else am I going to suffer from this? You know what I mean? And I'm waiting for that, guys. Anybody? I'm dateable at the moment. Hey, you know, <laughs> you guys all know me. I was yeah. um, single for so long. And in my opinion, very undateable because I was, you know, that free bird doing my own thing, really happy in my single life, yes. you know. I was just in a place in my life where it was like seven years of like trying to work hard in my mental health. And then like the last two, three years were like, oh my God, I'm so happy being single. Maybe I'll never be with anyone. Then boom. And the moment I was like so okay with being alone, that was <laughs> into my life. The moment you know I accepted it. That is and such a common trend in all our yeah. interviews. They say the moment you stop looking for love, yeah. it will just come. Okay, let's stop looking. I know, I'm not looking. Okay, okay. <laughs> let's go back I to our past. Oh, I yes. think it's mostly like when people say looking for love, there's also the component of like looking for love within yourself. Mm. Because, you know, Damn, like, girl, yeah. that's deep. I love like that one. <laughs> no, okay. I yeah. Like at the end of the day, like he came into my life when I just was like, okay, I'm like, I'm good with the rest of my life, not being in a relationship, not having kids, not having, like, not being married. Oh, we had fun. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We, did. we had lots of. Fun. You have to have fun with yourself and your closest yeah, friends. I think. Absolutely. To get, That's why you should go and not to 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 Bali. We, we should all go to Bali. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> When yeah. COVID allows. I know, I know. <laughs> so guys, let's go back to a little bit of the past. So if you were willing to share, what is the worst heartbreak that you've experienced that triggered you? Oh like, my God. I'm going to get a glass of wine because this is going to take a long time. <laughs> <laughs> my worst heartbreak was probably... Mm, 30 and 30. Hey you, we hope you're enjoying our conversation. If you are, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Thirsty and 30, and check out our website, thirstyand30.club, so you can stay updated with everything Thirsty and 30. Thank you, and back to us. Thirsty and 30. I mean, I reached a lot of bottoms in my life, but there was a particular kind of like horrible time in my life where I had a past relationship and he kind of he gave up so he you know chose to like commit suicide and it really broke me inside mm -hmm. um and i and that was a moment i felt i could i had many moments where i was like trying to rise up from that and 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 and, and start again and i really couldn't even start again and it was just an awful feeling because i felt oh my gosh this person did this because of me because I couldn't, because I wasn't enough, you know? And at some point it was like, yes, he died, but it, it, but the most painful part of it was, I'm not enough. And that was my most heartbreak in life because I think there's like a, a moment of like strength in yourself and, and when it just goes away, that's really the most heartbreaking thing. But yeah. at, at what point, I'm sure you realized at a certain point that it wasn't you at all, right? That it was more... Like 12 years later. 
you know? Wow. Yeah. It took a long time and there was a lot of like gaslighting and yeah. um and, and and times where he, you know, brainwashed me. So it took a really long time. It took like 12 years for me to even realize that hey, <laughs> I, there you go. I, I am not at fault for those things. Yeah. Yeah. So would you say those 12 years were the time that you really put in the work on yourself? Like, Oh, I had to. Um, and I was single for seven years after that. Um, and it was just like I had very horrible mental health issues. Um, like I was diagnosed with bipolar and I was on medications. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just like it was really a horrible time. And it took me many many years to even figure out that uh one that time wasn't my fault and two i am a strong and i am a and i'm a good person yes baby yeah you are okay. how about you birdie birdie you are actually knows this whole story <laughs> Yes. I was so worried about me that she sent me away. <laughs> yeah. Actually, okay, so I was dating this person and I thought if I had found the love of my life and I really thought that I can spend my life with this particular person. But uh, unfortunately, I was not treated the way I deserve to be treated. And as, as, as I said a while ago, that person looked, the best in front of everybody, and I was the bad one. But in reverse, I was I was struggling, and it it really reflected in my life, and it really got me down to the deepest, darkest core of myself. And um, it took me five years to get over it. And I even went to the point wherein, after we broke up, I was I moved to Bohol. And I would, and Bea and I were working, well, Bea's parents and I were working together at that time. And I would only fly to Manila twice a week just to go meet things with her, uh, with them, and then fly back to Bohol because I couldn't take it. I could not, we were neighbors too. We were in front of each other. And um, I could accept it. And it took me a long time to get over that. And I, I, I felt so worthless. I felt like nothing else mattered. And every time I'd see this person, I'd try to be cool, right? Yeah, you're right there. Cool, let's have fun. And then I turn around tears would go down my, my face oh, yeah. and I can't deal with it. It was so bad that Bea's mom. Yeah, was like, <laughs> she was so worried about you. She was like, Kurtz, can you, do you have a, do you have a, a Schengen? I was like, yes, why? Can you fly with us? I was like, no. She was like, why? Because we have construction. <laughs> yeah. But after I got over it, things are so much more beautiful. But you need that you need that great pain. And you have to get over it. Because it's gonna make you so much stronger and it's 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 gonna help you build your character. And you know what? Once you lose that greatest pain of yours, it's preparing you for the greatest love that will come to you. Honestly, I yeah. love that. So, Freddy, for those going through their big heartbreaks now, yeah. you went through some. You both went through something like that. What's your number one tip to help them jumpstart their? Okay, I'm gonna get over this. Own the pain. Own the pain. Cry it out. 
Go to the yeah. shower. <laughs> and have a support yeah. system. You have to have a support Whether system. Whether it's your friends, your family. Um, we're lucky, I think, yeah. that we had a support system. I think when people are dealing with anxiety, depression, you know, even even worse things mm. like bipolar, schizophrenia in the Philippines, mm. there isn't any support. Whether whether it be like with your friends, because there might not be that kind of understanding with your friends, yeah. um, or governmental, or um, medical, because yeah. there really is yeah. no um, awareness in the Philippines for mental health. So, um, and it will affect you, definitely. Oh, yeah. And even if you don't realize it, it's going to hit you. Uh, but me, what I did was love, uh, because your support system was great, because you already knew what was going on, right? But for me, I was going through depression, but I didn't know it. I thought mm -hmm. I was just sad. Depressed, when you say, I'm so depressed, it's not the same thing as you are depressed. You know what I mean? There's, there's ways to deal with it. It's a chemical imbalance or, 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 or triggers, right? But what I told myself, now uh, the past relationship i just had um i gave myself a time frame i told myself cry it out for a month all out tell your friends how much you hate that person or how much you love that person but yeah. give yourself a time frame and then you tell yourself one week i'm done grieving for you because you're not going to come back anyway so yeah. why why am i going to feel sorry or hurt um, because of what you did to me because you're just allowing that person to hurt you even further after the breakup yeah you know? yeah just allow yourself to grieve but give yourself a time frame i think you nailed the recipe honestly like the first part allow yourself to cry it out you have to feel the pain because there's nothing like it there's nothing like you just it feels like someone's emptied you and then chucked all your inside people who 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 can't who cry, can't get out of it yeah. who can't cry there are literally some people that i know who are just like so numb to the pain because it yeah. hurts so much and they yeah. they really can't even cry or even be angry about it and but so, maybe because those people babes they don't realize yeah that they're actually depressed. Yeah, they've got true. they've got a health concern. Yeah, because if you don't feel any pain or apathy, or if you don't even know the difference of what's what, because yeah. sometimes it's that's right, a reality. Girl. Sometimes it's it's a reality. vodka, honey. I mean that is. <laughs> I know. Sometimes vodka also helps. I can. With a friend also helps to just cry it out. Um, and then you start to move on by talking to someone. I don't mean talk to a friend or a family member. Talk to a therapist. I mean, oh, I'm a I'm big believer. Like, yeah. I've been speaking with my same therapist since I was 21 years old. And I have to say that it's because it's this someone in your life that has no connection to you right no emotional no, judgment. no judgmental no familial connection and yeah. it's your job and you're talking to them and you can get everything out and they can give you the appropriate advice which maybe sometimes your friends or family can't give you for just yeah. for whatever reason right and since we're in this topic sweetie i mean you friends out there that are watching if you've got a friend going through something really tough it is your ethical duty no matter how colette that person is and you know all oh, this person you're my friends going through it again and they've done it a million times don't take it lightly oh don't yeah. don't especially take it lightly. now especially now after this covid mm -hmm. oh my gosh there's yeah. a lot of things going on 
but don't take it lightly. Give the person, you know, that 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 phone call that you're like, oh my gosh, making me collect again at 3 a.m. You're gonna pick it up. And hey, be kind. Be kind yeah. to yourself and be kind to your friends yeah. because really at the end of the day, it's like you may not know whatever this person's going through, right? Even they're being a fucking bitch to you. You don't know. No, but it's true, right? Yeah, it's true. Some people were just like mean and unreasonable and you don't know what's going on behind the scenes, right? So just my my motto is be kind. And always listen to your friends. This is why you're friends. If if you don't listen to them, you might as well not be friends. Just have dinner. That's it. Thank you. So Shari, she did, no, she had all of you because she was telling me well, I had um Stockholm syndrome uh, with my last talking about it before. But now okay now. Uh three words you should ask your friends once in a while. Are you okay? I think it just or even oh, yeah. you're right. Just not everyone is okay, even if they look like it on Instagram or And know, honestly, where. I don't think that now with what's going on with the world with COVID, I don't think anyone's okay. Yeah. I think that everybody's going through the same anxieties, the same feelings, the same kind of like, oh my God, what's happening in the next three months, right? Mm-hmm. We have no control over what's happening. Yes. yes. And that's like the worst thing is the, the lack of control. And the loneliness yeah. you feel. Yeah. Wait, I have a question on not just loneliness, but a negative emotion such as rejection. A okay. lot of women or men, are, they feel like they're going to be rejected or they Girl, feel that, rejected that, that, already. That lies deep in me. So I'm like, I'm a doctor child. So and I don't know my parents, my biological parents. I'm so lucky to have... Like my parents who adopted me, like I mean, come on, right? Like so lucky. They hurt you big time. I'm so lucky, but at the same time, I think as an adopted child, and maybe you understand yes, a I little do. bit. Yeah. There's always the um feeling of, gosh, why did they give me up? Like why, why am I adopted? Yeah. Like why, 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 why? And that has like been through every part of my life. Like if I if I go through a little bit of rejection, um, I'm always like, oh my gosh, they don't like me. They don't love me. Just like my biological parents. Wow. It mm-hmm. goes so deep. Yeah. It yeah. really goes so deep. And it's like the even the smallest minimum trigger. And like if my husband says, like, I don't want to do that. Like, because he's tired. Like, I'm like, oh my God, he's rejecting me. Like, I feel so <laughs> shitty. No, but... <laughs> It's so interesting. How much better, babe? Because you know yeah. how much you love oh, yeah. you get from people. I mean, oh yeah, but it but it's so um, ingrained. Ingrained. Yeah. What you know? do you do to counter that? Because I know. But, um, yeah. but babe, if you don't mind me uh, yeah. interjecting for just a little bit. Sure. Of course. Rejection is a great filter. Okay? You're actually dodging bullets when you're rejected. Because it's really not for you, yeah. and it hurts to, and you're like, oh god, it's such a cliche thing to say, but it's true. When you feel rejected, when you you're rejected, and you feel like, oh, okay, it's gonna feel like shit for a little bit, but think about it, okay? And you see that person after six months, if you got to rejected, and they actually date somebody that's not so cute compared to you, you're like, oh. 
that person missed that boat. I'm glad I missed that boat. <laughs> okay, you missed that flight. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, those are you good. I like that. Good filters. Um, no, with rejection, like, do you have things that you say to yourself? Like, little. Gosh, all the time. Like, you're a badass boss bitch. <laughs> no. I know. Honestly. You missed um, this whole honey, because I could have given you a lot. No, seriously, I think every day, um, I just have, I have little things where if I'm triggered by something even very small, mm. I try to um have little processes in my brain where i'm like okay like they did this and they just said that and it's and i kind of um i do this thing it's called dialectical behavioral therapy what is that <laughs> wow yeah it's therapy because it's um two prong right dialectical means dialectical behavioral means two prongs and um i separate the emotional and the rational mm -hmm. in my brain so when something happens to me and it's, it's even very small or to being very large, I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, like my emotional brain is like, -da 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 -da! right? Like, I hate you so much for rejecting me. But my rational yeah. brain is like, okay, Cam, like they said this, but they don't really mean it. Or um, it's just in your brain where you think it's really bad. And so when you say dialectical behavioral therapy, you kind of have to marry the two together and say rational, what is a rational and emotional response that you should have? Oh, you have to open your di dilate, right? Is that it? <laughs> We're all about that. <laughs> we are a thirsty show. Um, that's so interesting. I love that. Shari, do you do that? I think a good exercise is also looking at yourself in the mirror and not hating on yourself too much. Like I know people that look at themselves and like, I don't like to see my cellulite or something. I um, think she looks at the mirror, she's like, hey, I date you. And she's like, hey, I'm Look at the way she's looking sitting right now. She's like looking at the camera, she's like. <laughs> I think, I think I, because I grew up so big for so long. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I heard that me, you, you worked on your beautiful body. Yeah, I must be like so I guess my whole life I really did have to convince myself and like I couldn't I never like oh you're fat, you're ugly, blah blah blah. Um so I I I tried my best to stay as confident as I can be. You know, it was yeah. hard. Remember like my temper would get to me when people would say the worst things, but in my head I was always like, you know what? No, you're great. You have great friends, you have great family, like fuck other people. There um, you go. But it's yeah. tough. And there's also like that Tita thing when they come to your like parents' house and they're like, oh my God. The Musoka. You're like, you gain so much weight, but you're, oh, you're the funny one. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, babe, I'm not the funny one. I'm the murderous one, sweetie. Oh so like, like, you're no, so sorry. Like, like, no, like, coming from. I get that a lot. Like coming from being a big girl as well, like, I mean, come on. Girl, it's just like, girl. at the end of the day, no matter how big <laughs> you are, like, just do it. Big or small, fat or thin, fat is just a feeling, not a shape, and you are beautiful. Yeah, I love that. So, That's an to cook with. Yeah. Exactly. I think we should leave the past because that is already quite cooked already. That's been yeah. done. Um, let's, talk 
Yeah, let's talk about the present. You both have shared so much of your experience. And as I can see watching both of you, is you do have a level of contentment. Whether you're not always okay, that's fine. But you have experienced a lot. Yeah. What's the most realistic way to practice self-love for people that are not at your you know, level of contentment? Oh, I, can I take this yeah, first? Go, go, go. I'm not content yet. Because oh, okay. if I'm content, I'm ready to go. And I'm not ready to go yet. I think I still, I still have a lot to give. Um, but talking about reaching that level of contentment or being happy with yourself, you 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 have to make a lot of mistakes. You gotta you gotta you gotta fall and pick up yourself again and fall and stand up again and fall and crawl again. You know, it it's life lessons will teach you that no professional, no 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 pastor or or guru can tell you that uh, this is the right formula. To me, it's about being genuine to yourself, being a kind human being, being compassionate, being careful uh, about the people around you and their feelings, and yeah. and being nurturing for them. That to me is as close as contentment can be when I'm ready to go, you know? But um, as I'm not, I just came out of, a, as I told you guys during a pre-prod a while ago, I, I told them something really terrible, but um, I'm still looking for that. Ew, look at you. Could be. <laughs> looking for that. Exactly I'm, looking. I'm still looking for that uh, person where in, like Camille found hers. And just looking for that one person that I could say, look, I'm gonna sleep in bed all day because I know you got it covered. You're a catch, Birdie. I know. Just get married, baby. What are you doing over there? <laughs> I don't think he shares your time. Oh, I can I can do that. No. <laughs> Maybe Brad gets your type. Brad gets your type too. We can share him. Okay. Let's, let's give him a call. Okay. <laughs> so Camilla, what routines do you both of you actually what routines do you practice though for your self-care, self-love, keep yourself in No, actually like something that's really important to me. Um because I feel like being married, I have to well, I had to have a lot of concessions for my husband, which is not to say I didn't want to have a lot of concessions. It's, um, <laughs> no, what? It's funny. What? You're being real. You're being real. No, it's just, I was just a really free person before. I was just doing what I wanted. Um, and something that's really important for me is having an hour out of my day where it's just me, myself, and I. Because... I'm actually like I'm I'm a huge extrovert. I love being around people, but I'm also like quite a solitary person. Like I really love being alone. Like I'm the type of person that when I'm when I was living with my parents, I would be in my room all the time or on vacations, I would be um like doing my own thing or reading a book and I'm quite content. Like I like to go to lunch, like eat a really good lunch by myself and read yeah. a book. Yeah, like I am so content being alone, and uh, my husband's like the opposite. He like wants to be with me like twenty four seven. Yeah, oh, you're so lucky. So I have to. Yeah. We're like, I want that. Okay. Someone following me around. No, like I have to be. Oh, 
I need at least an hour of the day for myself to do whatever I want, whether it's to take a hot bath, whether it's to read a book, whether it is to like do whatever hobbies that I have, or even just like watching my YouTube videos without any interruption. Um, I need that kind of like quiet moment. Mm -hmm. It's really important for me because there are some days where I feel like I give um, all of myself to either work or all of myself to my family or all of myself to my husband. And it's just not healthy to not have anything left for me. Mm. So. Yeah. Well, for me, it's weird. I mean, mm. aside from the fact that I like to get facials and get stuff done to my face and my body, because we not do, the only one. we love that. We we go together. I love that. <laughs> 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 but I've got I've got a weird thing that I like. I like long haul flights by myself. Mm. You know what? Oh. I understand. Yeah, because nobody's there. I don't know anyone. Yeah. And that I know is a flight attendant, and it's my. And they look support. after you too. Yeah, right? it's just because I don't know anyone. I don't have to talk to anyone. And a good champagne. Ah. That's all you need. And, and I like doing the groceries. Oh, oh yes, I love a grocery store. Love it. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Oh, my gosh, I can. Go That's what I miss now. I don't go grocery shopping anymore because I'm scared of the groceries. <laughs> Sorry, you got an easier way in. Easier way out. And spending <laughs> with my kid, like we have daddy-daughter dates where nobody's allowed. No nannies, no grandparents, no uncles, no aunts, no friends, nobody. It's just me and her, her and I and we just go to the beach and we just sit sit by the sand and we watch the water and she asked me a million questions and I just say yes. yes. Aww, <laughs> that's sweet. That's so cute. I love that. I, You know what? We keep talking about self-love and I think I was reading from Esther Perel that self-love has been, we all appreciate it, but you can't have self-love if you don't have all the other kinds of love. And do you feel like you've had to work on Let's say your relationships with your family, friends, I think partner. There's a very big difference between self-love and selfish love. Yeah. But Ooh. but Ooh, the the difference is like super close to each other. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. sometimes there's people who are like, I need my self-love moment. That I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. It's all for myself, right? Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm the opposite. Like I'm also like Miss Baker. I um for I know I, I profess my love and giving to others, to friends. Yeah. And um, that's just how I get happy, you know? And you do it very well. That's just how I like, even if it's inviting friends over for dinner, I love cooking for them. That's how I practice my self love. I, yeah. I don't know, right? I like that. Bea, how come you never cook for me? We did. We cooked the other day. We were saying we're wife material already. Oh, yeah. So guys. We're not saleable yet. Um, but I like what you said, Cam. It's really, you know, you have different ways of showing your love for other people. And we don't really learn to love ourselves by just, you know, loving. I can't learn how to love myself if I'm just by myself. Um, you know, I have to look after my sister, my mom, my dad, and other people I meet, and Shari sometimes. But I really like that self 
self-love versus selfish love. I never even thought of it that way, but that makes so much sense. Even yeah. when you start thinking about the when you're like delusional <laughs> about love, I think that's when it becomes selfish love, when you become delusional about yourself, love, loving yourself and too much. I think, I think you can have selfish love even in a relationship because there's people who are like, yeah. oh my God, that's her, her that's like, I know this back and front. Speaking of love though, Camilla, how did you know that when you saw your husband, he was the one? Like, when did you know? <laughs> oh my God! Tell them it's a cute. <laughs> I didn't know when I saw him, but um... <laughs> oh, I We went out. We went out, um, and my uh, my brother. Uh, he was working with my brother at the time, and my brother was like, "Take care of him," and I was like, okay. "She did." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you took, you no, took but, good um, care of him. We went out, and we had a date the next day after we went out, mm-hmm. a, albeit a very drunk date. Okay, I could tell you where it was because I caught her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, no, oh, no, this was even before that. Before when yeah. I saw him by the bar, and then. Um, we for it was like my birthday week so i had a huge birthday week with the friends with friends of mine we went to pangasinan and he was like in davao for work so we texted like the whole week i was like oh my gosh this is probably just like a one-night stand right (laughs) (laughs) true love after one night stand every day and he was like you want to go on a date when you come back and i was like okay and then I kind of knew it was kind of a weird, serious thing when I was on the date and I started having a, a huge panic attack. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go to the bathroom. We went to Smith's, um, like the steak place. Steak place yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I'm having a panic attack. I went to the bathroom and I called my best friend. I'm like, oh my God, Jess, I'm freaking out. I can't even talk to him. And for me, that's really weird, right? I said, oh, my God, babe, I can't even talk to him. Like, I'm starting to cry. I'm like, I don't even know what to do. Should I just leave? And I, like, the whole day, we were not even sitting across from each other, sitting beside each other. I was like this. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a weird, like, that is so weird. I was like, <laughs> just so overwhelmed with that. And then, um, like, during the night, we, I was, like, drinking. We got kind of closer. Then we, like, he kissed me. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Then we went to the bar. That's where I saw them. Like totally, fl- you should have seen her. It was the cutest thing. I was like, I that's when seen- I kind of knew because I yeah, don't I think there's not, any. Yeah. I have don't think there's any guy who is kind of like taking my breath away. You know. Oh, Mia was not even doing a hair flip. She was going. <laughs> I was like, whoa! She got whiplash. She was like really dipping the. <laughs> I was like, so I was observing for 30 minutes and then I went in between. I was like, so I, I was like, oh my god, what's going on here? You know yeah. when the hair is like going down, like I know. I like, so after that, because he went back to Italy, um, I went to a festival in Thailand mm-hmm. yeah. and he flew to Italy, then he he surprised me in Thailand yeah. like a week later. He likes to do that. No, but that's that's how he's been our whole relationship. Like even to my parents. Um he would fly to Manila, like he was living in Hong Kong. He flew like in one year, I think, like twice a month. Like not even more, three times a month. Yeah. He flew every weekend and like that's been our whole relationship where he's even shown my parents, like his yeah. physical way, um, 
his kind of commitment to us. And I think that like, that's amazing, right? Yeah. Effort, guys. Yeah. Effort and commitment, boys. Listen yes. to that. Can't wait for the wedding. Yeah. We so moved around times because of COVID. Oh, so. yeah. Mm. I have a question. How do you um how do you handle long distance since you were in no. long distance? How do you handle long distance? Sweet, you know, because your testament to how it worked. Um you you I've been I'm kidding. <laughs> been through that and um you gotta really make a commitment. And you don't, yeah. don't, you don't give yourselves a unrealistic goal. Of, We're gonna make it happen. No, you gotta tell the person, look, let's be realistic about this. You're far away, and I'm here or whatever. But as much as possible, we have to keep it as intact as we can. And you have to be honest. When you start feeling that it's crumbling around you or you start to have wandering eyes, you have to be honest with the other person. Say, hey, look, it's it's either I come home to you or it's not going to work. The moment where it got really hard for us, we were two years in a long-distance relationship, yeah. I was like, babe, I don't think I can do this anymore because I want – we made a lot of concessions, like – uh, we stopped like going out with our friends, like going out with other people because um, not that we didn't trust each other. We just didn't want to have experiences outside of each other. That's sweet. Um, and I said, babe, I don't think I can do this anymore. Like I'm going crazy. Like I'm just not the type of person who stays home like every weekend. And he made the decision to move to Hong Kong. He was like, he made the biggest decision to leave his job and get a job. <laughs> and, no, yeah, and, and then um, move here. And then he moved here. Yeah. So this is what I need to hear. You you have reactions. What's going on, honey? Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? That's right, but we're asking. We do have a hi first. Hi, Kevin. Hi, hi, Kevin. 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 Hi, don't think you're going to be a statistic because there, there has to be one of you that um makes the next step the sacrifice oh it's, okay. yeah sacrifice like um the whole year during covid my husband was here and like i'm from a family of seven so we're really close but he's from a family he only has a brother and his parents so they're like even closer yeah so um they really love spending time with each other so that was such a big commitment because he missed them so much every day and yeah. when he moved here because of because primarily of covid because hong kong obviously closed yeah. um that was such a huge step for the both of us. Right? I can imagine going to your family because it's their, yeah. her family's huge, right? Yeah. Like with the kids, yeah. your family with the kids, the in-laws and stuff like that. It's quite a shock, I have to say. But it's a yeah. loving shock. He plays my job. <laughs> but you know, it's because you've done the self-work, I think. Like both of you do so yeah. much self-work and the self-love, not the selfish kind, that it will attract good energy. Eventually, I mean, for Cam, you have for I believe Adonis it's, will come around. It's gonna happen, baby. Like, you know, an honest one, 
I'm not yeah. doubtful. Yes. So guys, I think we, we move to the next step, future. I want to ask first Bea's favorite question. Actually, we both love this question. Yeah. Um, whoever wants to go first. What is love? Ooh. Love is... Love, go first. Oh, gosh, love is not even... <laughs> You know when they say it in like storybooks and movies where it's like, oh my gosh, it's that feeling where it's like so amazing and everything's good in your life. I don't think that's love. I think love is when everything's so hard and you have a person there who's like, I'm going to be there always and I'm going to pick you up. That's love. Or you're an awful person and you're going through your own mental health thing. But my family was like, I still love you. That's love. I think when everything's harder and you see the people around you who are there for you, that's love. Yeah. Yeah. For me, love is not love when you quantify it. Uh, because love should be infinite. It should be freely given. And if it's not freely given, then there is concern because it's not just a feeling. It's 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 a euphoria. It's um it's it should be a lifestyle. Love should be a lifestyle. Whether it's romantic love or love for Friendly. for friends that that become family, or uh, love for for the people around you. And if you if you see somebody in the street that doesn't have anything and you feel love, not pity for them, that's what I think is the the ultimate. Uh, description of love you, or, if you guys love me you know please ask me and shy to for my details and yeah. <laughs> you can also send me um cake cake miss baker miss baker we'll take your carrot cake ah, send it to them <laughs> um you know when people answer this question i really find the hope in the world when they talk about love because it's so exciting like, i think love can be thrilling even during hard times like i think it keeps you going um what do you both look forward to the most after covid i mean we don't know if it's maybe the next wedding. Yeah. that's what i look forward to. your wedding okay okay oh, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. i make wedding yeah okay. what i look forward to at at this point in time, because this is such yeah. a big learning curve for the whole world, for for humanity, yeah. is how people can can be more compassionate and and uh, be more understanding towards each other, mm -hmm. and uh, um, having to adjust properly and then redefining your your priorities in life. It's not it's not about you. It's about your well being, mentally, spiritually, physically. physically. And the people around you, because you know, you may have all the money in the world, but if yeah. if it doesn't quantify to happiness, oh, and, and, and your health, no matter what, your health, right? Yeah, don't, spread worth, yeah, yeah, don't, don't spread, spread the COVID. Don't spread the COVID. And this is social so, distancing uh, dating, please. This is so unintelligent. We're socially distanced. <laughs> this is so unintelligent, but my wedding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to your wedding because it's gonna be like my first trip out. Yeah, and I can't wait to be in a plane by I'm myself. Sure it's gonna be great. Yeah. Okay, guys. Next question: What What's your advice to your twenty year old self when it comes to relationships? Ooh, damn! Don't, girl, don't, <laughs> girl, what don't is do it. Up? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
girl, just don't do it. No. <laughs> no regrets because other if I had any other um, different no, if I did anything differently, I wouldn't be the woman I would be today. Yeah. I would have just don't I, do it. But don't do it. I would have you just, wouldn't be the woman. No, I would have gone for you know more buffets rather than a la carte, you know. But you know, um I think for me it's just Dude, just I live my life well. Uh, even if it was in, in a bad way, I have no regrets. Like I can say, I live life. Yeah, yeah. Don't take yourself seriously. I like I would tell myself in the twenties, in my twenties. Actually, I did tell myself that. No, you know what I would say also is like um, understand more yeah. your parents and your older siblings. That's mm. so nice, actually, because I don't understand most of them now that I, I understand more of them now that I'm older and I didn't understand when I was young. You're absolutely 1000% yeah. correct because I would have, yes, I agree with you. I would have, I would have told myself that don't be a dickhead to your parents or mm -hmm. to your family and don't go off without telling them where you are in the world. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, solo long haul flights that people know where you are. Oh sweetie. That, I was not even my twenties. I was like fifteen, sixteen. I was like oh jetting off with my parents, not knowing where the hell I was. It's good to be a little adventurous. But you know, we talk about um, basically your advice to your twenty-year-old self, which I'm sure is completely different to what you're you are now. Um, but you're never free from worries. I'm just wondering, self-love is really a about accepting the worries. Do you have any worries right now? Like maybe you can share one. Oh gosh, every day, every <laughs> single day, it's like it's, it's like thing. this, right? Like, um, yeah. you know, do I work hard enough? Do for the place that I want to be in life, which yeah. I want to have a privileged life, and that's not because of who I am or who my parents are. Do I work hard enough for that? Does, um the life that my husband and I want and the family that we want together do we work hard enough for that and am I a good person and every day I think to myself fuck am I a bad person uh, no it's true yeah yeah um, but, yeah, but cuz now you're married so you don't only worry about mm -hmm. yourself but you worry about your partner and our doggies and your doggies and then once you have your your old, your, your, your children juniors yeah that's when you like i don't worry about myself anymore like it's a funny thing yeah because i worry about my child's future so i try as much as possible to to to, to lay out the best possible ground rules for her to, to have to be a very i wouldn't say benevolent uh, individual but a decent human being I love that. Everyone needs to be decent right now. That's all I'm going to say. Kindness is the new currency. Please. Kindness True. is the point of currency. And, but I have to say, though, it's like if people treat you badly, um, <laughs> no, if, if, if there's any yeah. the story, no, if there's no, if there's people who are mean to you or bad to you, don't take it lying down. That's my thing. Mm -hmm. Be kind, but don't take it lying down. That's right? Yeah. You need to like. Rewind, honey. You just need to stand up for yourself, be the best person you can be, and oh. think. Uh, think and if you're feeling bad, watch RuPaul's Drag Race. I mean, that always makes yeah. Or like <laughs> Real Housewives. Any oh, real sweetie, housewives. any Real Housewives show, 
you're everyone's so much better than that. I mean, you're like, wow, that's the. I technique. haven't seen. Okay, fine. I'm gonna I watch. It's a real housewives of Manila, so I can oh, get it. Sweetie, uh, <laughs> we need to have one. You'd be fun in yeah. it. Super. I have to be a wife first. I have to be a wife first. Somebody wife wife something. <laughs> <laughs> happen? Put the ring on it. Random fights. Babes, I think we should ask these two ladies. I know it's their show, but it's our turn to ask you questions. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sure. So, okay, my question to Bea and Siari would be, what kind of, what type of man would you like to, and what characteristics so that we can help you? Exactly. Oh, oh my gosh. We talk about this all the time, yeah, right? You want to go first, yeah? I'll just keep it simple. You need a drink, honey. I'll hmm. keep it simple. I used to look for bad boys, like people that, you know, make it make life exciting. The more thrilling, I've done trespassing because of someone. Make your I've life done... exciting yourself. You exactly. don't need anything good for you. You've dodged so, going because of that, of, of, of people. So now I look for kindness, emotional maturity, and, you know, a good voice once in a while. And, you know, <laughs> Ooh, a nice really, note. Really <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's mine. Straight up. Yeah. I mean, during this show, mine changed so much too. Like, before my yeah. checklist would be like somebody exciting, somebody tall, somebody funny, somebody blah, blah, blah. But now it's like I just want somebody kind who has you know emotional what? intelligence. My checklist mm -hmm. was all of those things. And my husband is all of those things, but he's also like super nice and he's caring and he's sensitive and he is like sexy. <laughs> He's got the best yeah. butt. He got the best butt, actually. Yeah, he's got the best. <laughs> I'm gonna look at your Instagram and check out your husband's butt. It's like real, like I always check it out. Like it's he knows. Part of self love. You gotta look at your own butt too and like. Let me okay. tell you this. I've got a dear friend. His name is Francis Oliveira, and he got married to our friend Christian. And he asked, like, he would every time he go to church. Okay, it doesn't mean to say that, you know he's Catholic or whatever, but he prayed for. A tall guy. Yeah. That's blonde with blue eyes, younger than him. Like all the characteristics of his husband. Yeah. Prayed to every single church that he can go to. God, his husband. God, he got it. Day of prayer is real. I told you. I'm also like, I'm not the most religious. So, no, but I'm saying, Manifest that shit. Ma he manifested it through manifest religion. Manifest that Pena, shit. Man for whatever way you can manifest it. Religion, um, mm. like you're, you're going to be like a witch and you're going to make a note and you throw it in a fire at night. Actually, Bea and Cherry, like you, Cherry manifested that you're going to become healthier. You know, she's a, you did she, it, right? she's a thin bitch. Yeah, that's right. She's but she did it. She manifested. Shari, go make around. And Bea, she's so <laughs> we haven't forgotten our conversation several times. Because Bea and I are pretty close, right? Yeah. And yeah. Bea was always saying, you know, for it's, I wanna, I wanna just live a quiet life, perhaps by the ocean <laughs> or stuff. Like, where the hell are you? Yeah, in, in the mountain. Manifest. But you manifested that. Yeah, manifest your your future, but manifest also that you love yourself. I think that's important. It if I'm gonna time. manifest a man, though, I just want to help no one else. Amen. And you're never gonna find anyone else to love. Can you yeah. say that? 
tonight before I go to bed. <laughs> talk, talk Freddie in bed and tuck yourself in bed and just yeah. say the nice things. Um, yeah. yeah, so we're coming to a close. I think we always do our a bit of our takeaways. Mm-hmm. Um, because we love having, you know, experts such as yourself, people that really practice. Yeah, 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 no means experts. <laughs> Experiences. Well, I, would say, I would say I'm the expert in like, geez, like not having love for forever and then stumbling <laughs> upon it. Not even. I'm still there. I'm still it. studying. Oh, it. So it yeah. was all a chance, mm-hmm. lucky chance. And the moment, no, but you know, I would have to say this. The moment I, it was so weird. The moment I let go of, I had something in my past that was holding me on for forever. Mm-hmm. And then four weeks later, um, and I had let all of that go, the emotional shit go, everything go. Four weeks later, Andrea walks into my life. And I didn't expect it. And I was like, I'm so okay with like being unloved and not having a family and not ever having like a life or whatever. And then he walks in. And I think that's a big testament to like uh, radical acceptance into life. Radical acceptance. I love that. Radical acceptance, radical transparency, whatever it is, just put radical before it. It's yes. perfect. Yes. Radical love too. But um. Um, we'll start off. Maybe Shari, you always usually lead the takeaways. What did you learn today? What did you learn today? I think it's very simple. From usually our takeaways are so long. My takeaways are so long. But now I feel like be kind is my main takeaway here. Because be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and you attract kinder things into your life. Um, and that's what you want, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there's a lot of. This is going to sound silly, but like this year I had a little notebook just for my emotional work. So work for like, you know, your relationships, yourself. And it sounds like very diligent, like student material, but at the same time. some stuff, Bea. Yeah, it would be good. Like I think some people don't. I'll send you some stuff. Yeah, even the people that usually listen to after this, they go through so much anxiety yeah. and worries. I get shocked. Um, and um, it, it takes work, it takes time and patience. Do your homework. Um, be compassionate and be as fabulous as Ferdy and Cam. I think that's what uh-huh. We're going to aspire to do that. Um, but yeah, maybe Cam and Ferdy, maybe you can share like one last piece of nugget of wisdom from either of you. Hmm. Nugget of wisdom. Maybe I'll start then while you're thinking. Yeah. Um, I don't have a nugget of wisdom to give you guys because I o- I am only 35. 32? 29? Guys, listen to Bea and Shai because you know what? The people that are asking to come on their show uh, is, is a great way for you guys to acclimate your own lives and to make yourselves develop into somebody that 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 can be your best life so and and i'm so glad that bay and shari have this platform to to help people out uh whether or not you agree with us or you agree with shari and bea but at least you hear out other people's opinions without having to 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 get judged and be judged so that is my little nugget of uh, of judge or not be judged. Don't judge na lang. 
Um, I would really have to say always ask questions, always ask for help. Um, I'm a big purveyor in thinking of, you know, everybody's going through something hard and don't be afraid of asking yourself, your friends, your family for help because there's a lot of people who have, you know, lost their lives to COVID without it, without them having COVID and, um, honestly ask for help and that's all it is and love yourself, love everybody else in your life. And most importantly, um, just spread love. I love it. Love, I love you, Bia. Sometimes. Love you guys. I love you guys. So thank you so much for being vulnerable with us. Um, and we really do wish you contentment and, oh, I'm sorry, Freddy said you can't be content or else you'll be dead. So just happiness na lang. I think uh, I'll wish happiness. So thank you guys for tuning in. Um, thank, thank you so you. much for asking us to be here. Yeah, and guys, I'm going to invite Bay and Sherry and of course my dear friend Cami to be on my show. Okay, thanks. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to recognize this when, when you guys have the opportunity to join me. Um, yeah. And if you guys have any questions about mental health or anything, yeah. I'm available on Instagram or Facebook, and you can always ask me questions. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm going to take you up on that because this is like, I see a coach like every two weeks, and I think it's great. Like, it's something people should do, right? Like, just talk to really? people. That it's are like happy. a grocery store. You have to do yeah. it. Yeah. There's no shame in it. And you have to find the right one. My last one just passed away because he looked like an old Santa Claus. His name's Fred, but he oh, had Buddhas. Buddhas everywhere and parrots. It was the best thing on earth. Poor guy. Yeah. So, guys, do the work and take care of yourself. Um, next week, next week we have an international podcaster. His name's Luke West from Canada. He runs the uh, podcast called The Imperfect Pod about manhood and vulnerability. Can you imagine? Don't hurt too much, guys. Yes. So, yes, you can join, but he's. Um, yes. He's a lovely guy. And what we're trying to promote for next week is like date like a podcaster, which means ask a lot of questions, have a curious mind, don't have selfish love. Right, Cherry? Yes. So stay tuned, guys, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Instagram, and Twitter. Send us your love, successes, and failures failures on our website, thirstyand3.club. We promise to keep it a secret. And we promise to do our research and give you sound advice. Also, we have a weekly newsletter called The Thirst Trap. We send you hope, happiness, and humor all in your inbox. It's a guide for the modern-day woman or man who wants to stay smarter and stay saner. Yeah. So again, I'm gonna write you an anonymous note. Please do. Oh, we love anonymous letters. We love anonymous letters. And again, honest, honestly, sometimes you can judge our letters and you think that oh, they're they're crazy. But really, if the person they were talking to was kind to them, they wouldn't have gone. You know, <laughs> Miss Baker, send us your Baker and yeah. Yeah. Okay, whatever. We'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> Okay, thanks again, Cam and Freddy. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in on our conversation. We do hope that you enjoyed this as much as we did. I am so inspired by the openness and dedication to mental health and well-being our two guests had. Genuinely kind and fun. We all need friends like these two in our lives. 
Just a reminder, we have our YouTube and Facebook Live episode every Wednesday at 9pm. Check us out on our socials and our website, thirstyand30.club, to stay updated. See you next week and stay thirsty, everybody. Toodles! Thirsty and 30.